Hello, hello, and welcome back to the Elemental Evan Show. Thank you, everybody, for tuning in today to this episode. Uh, today, we will be coming back to our superfood masterclass today. So today's episode is going to be on a very, very special superfood that I love very much. Uh, it is called spirulina. And before we really jump into this episode, I just want to first off, thank you guys for all listening. And if this is the first episode that you have tuned into, welcome. My name is Evan. I'm a health coach as well as a yoga instructor. And honestly, just an aficionado of everything health. I'm really passionate about it and I love sharing all this information with you, all of you. Uh, so thank you very much for tuning in. And if you are a continuing listener, thank you so much. You guys are the best and I'm so happy to continuously share this knowledge with all of you. So today, before we jump into the episode, I wanted to start off this episode with a question. And the question is, What's something that is new and good in your life? So the reason I'm asking you this is because all too often in day-to-day -day life, we are completely swamped with so many things that seem to be just really negative and kind of really striking up, you know, kind of that fear side of your brain. And, you know, whether it's the news or these conversations you're having or just driving through traffic and constantly feeling stressed, I want you to just take a little bit of time, find the gratitude, find something that you are very thankful for and something that's good and new in your life. So for example, for myself, I am super grateful for spirulina, which is obviously the topic of this episode, but seriously, I really am. Uh, this is a superfood that I include probably, I would say five days out of the week into my quote unquote daily ritual. Typically, I will take this in the morning with my green drink and my green drink will definitely vary in what it contains in the morning, but you can guarantee that every time it will include spirulina. And the reason I include spirulina is just because it is a superfood powerhouse. It is incredible with all of the benefits and you know just all the different kinds of nutrients that it has. It's really something that you don't wanna skip. So to start off this episode, for those of you who don't know what spirulina is, uh, let's go ahead and kind of describe it and explain what exactly this superfood is. So spirulina is actually a microscopic algae that grows in freshwater bo or bodies of fresh water and belongs to an ancient class of single-celled blue-green spiral algae. So yeah, literally this superfood is an algae that you're consuming. Um, now the interesting about it though, interesting thing about it is that it's believed that spirulina has been living on the planet since the appearance of life on earth. So this is an extremely old uh, type of life form, which has a lot of good properties because something that has lasted that long and stood the test of time obviously is doing something right. So that's one reason why it's going to definitely be something you want to be consuming. And on that note, uh, spirulina receives its green color because once again, obviously it's an algae uh, from high levels of chlorophyll, which are the, uh, which is the thing in plants that gives it its green pigment. So the exact same thing that makes your leaves green is the same thing that makes spirulina green. Uh, now there is another 
item in spirulina that cause it to have a little bit of a bluish color as well, and that is called phycocyanin. Now, since spirulina is an algae, uh, much like plankton, it actually converts sunlight into protein, fatty acids, carbohydrates, and nearly every other nutrient essential to life. So this is truly a building block of all the essential good things necessary to really prosper and live at your highest self. And so if you've listened to this podcast before, you know that I really enjoy hearing um, or teaching about items or foods that had a lot of historical use and were just known to be good without even having to really know the science behind it, um, even though there is science behind it. But on that note, there are definitely many civilizations that harvested and consumed spirulina, such as the indigenous people of Mexico City or current day Mexico City, as well as the people in the surrounding area of Lake Chad in Africa. And something that's actually really cool is that the people of Mexico City, according to an excerpt from the book Superfoods by David Wolf, uh, were known to actually mix both cacao, you know, or chocolate. So the episode I had done uh, two episodes ago, and uh, they were known for taking that cacao and spirulina and combining the two incredible superfoods for a nutrient-packed snack or meal. So truly, the indigenous people of modern-day Mexico City were really super foodies, I guess, if that's what you want to call them. Uh, no, but seriously, they were really onto something there. Uh, okay, so that's kind of the background of spirulina, what it is, what it kind of looks like, um, which by the way, yes, it's an algae, but you typically will buy it uh, dried out. And so it kind of looks more like real, realistically a powder, but I will get into that at the end of this episode so you know how to buy a quality spirulina product. But before we get there, let's go ahead and start off with why is spirulina so great? So to just list a few of the amazing high amounts of nutrients that spirulina has, we have chlorophyll, protein, vitamins, major minerals and trace minerals, essential fatty acids, nucleic acids, polysaccharides, and a huge array of antioxidants. So once again, when we're talking about these superfoods, you know, these are those foods that just pack a real punch in a good way, uh, much like the medicinal mushrooms did as well. You know, these items are truly medicine for the body and they don't just, you know, take care of one thing. They take care of a plethora of things. However, one thing that I absolutely love about spirulina and is also why I gave the title of this episode Protein Powerhouse is because Spirulina consists of 65 to 71% protein, which is actually the highest concentration of protein found in any food. Now, I'm sure a lot of you are probably kind of questioning that right now and thinking that's really weird because obviously when you think of protein, you tend to think of meat or muscle meat or, you know, some kind of an animal product, right? But truly spirulina actually has the most amount of protein. I believe it's by body weight. So literally 65 to 71% of spirulina is protein. So 
This is definitely one of those superfoods or supplements or just foods in general that I highly suggest or recommend. Once again, obviously not a medical professional, but for myself and for friends of mine or clients of mine, I highly recommend that they take spirulina at least five times a day or sorry, five times a week. You could probably go five times a day depending on the amount. Um, but especially if people are vegan or vegetarian, because obviously this is not an animal product and they can consume it. The other thing about that is spirulina contains all eight or nine essential amino acids. We'll go ahead and just say nine here. I guess there's apparently a debate kind of going on or there has been a debate on how many essential amino acids there are, um, but it seems like there are nine. The one that was being debated was histidine, I guess is how you would say it. Um, but anyways, it contains them. It contains every single one of them, all nine of them which this is extremely important because if you don't already know this, an essential amino acid is an, is an amino acid that your body can't produce on its own and can only be acquired through consumption of food. So a lot of the times you'll hear people um, talking about, oh, well, you know, a vegan or a vegetarian diet isn't good because you can't get the essential amino acids, which typically um, a meat source protein would have. Um, but that is not true because there are certain foods such as spirulina that have all the essential amino acids. It's just a little bit harder to find them, but here you go, here's one. <laughs> so not only am I recommending this for the vegetarians and the vegans out there, but I am also recommending this for carnivores, omnivores, any other vore that you can think of because truly this is such a powerhouse in the protein um, you know, kind of category and it's just so beneficial because with spirulina, you are literally, you can mix spirulina into a shake, um, into just water, even if you wanted to, and drink it, and it's gonna be absorbed by your body extremely quickly. Whereas when you are eating something such as, let's say, uh, meat protein, right? Your body's gonna take a lot of time breaking down that meat, which, you know, I'm not here to say what's right or wrong or good or bad, uh, but I'm just saying that spirulina is gonna be a very efficiently absorbed form of protein. So therefore, that is why I tend to include this every single day as a form of protein intake in the morning green juice that I always do. And once again, it's not really a juice more or less. Um, it's usually actually a little bit more bitter unless I am drinking the delicious Organifi green juice. Then it is, I guess you could say more like a juice, but really it's uh, just more of a you know powerhouse of these different medicinal and powerful herbs and plants. But also, if you were to make a smoothie or a shake, this will blend very nicely into there. It's able to be you know, consumed in a liquid form, uh, and then it also kind of covers up the flavor because once again, you are eating an algae. So yes, you can expect to have a little bit of a fishy smell or flavor combined with a chlorophyll kind of smell or flavor. And if you've ever had a chlorophyll supplement, then you will know what I'm talking about. It is very earthy, grassy. I, I don't know really uh, how to explain it, but yeah. Now, spirulina is not only good for the protein content that it has, which obviously is incredible and something very well worth noting um, and honestly just 
such a cool thing to find in a plant uh, food, you know. But along with the protein content, spirulina also boasts a lot of different health properties and benefits to it. So for example, spirulina has also been noted for helping to balance brain chemistry. So due to its levels of omega-3 specifically, but obviously omega-3 and 6 fatty acids, along with the essential amino acid tryptophan, which uh, can be used to create serotonin by the body. And uh, as I covered in the cacao episode, serotonin is known to create a sense of well-being in the body as well in the brain. So kind of a feel-good uh, chemical, right? So with these all combined, you know, omega-3s and 6s, those are typically found in a lot of seafood. And as we know, they are very beneficial for the brain and the brain health. So spirulina not only has a lot of protein, but is also very good for the brain. Now, another thing that spirulina is really well known for is the fact that it is a known blood builder. So this means that it can help your body to produce more blood cells due to its high levels of specifically iron chlorophyll and phycocyanin. So remember that's the uh, chlorophyll is the green pigmentation and the phycocyanin is the kind of bluish um, pigmentation. And then obviously iron, which is really interesting because once again, you know, when you think of consuming red meat, let's say, not only are you getting the high levels of protein, but you're also getting iron. So kind of interesting that spirulina has both of those things, right? But what's really cool specifically about spirulina is the fact that it not only has that protein and iron, but the chlorophyll and phycocyanin help to actually build your blood, so create new blood cells. Uh, and this is actually a really important thing to have. You want to obviously have healthy blood, right? Because you use a lot of it. It's a very important substance in your body. <laughs> uh, okay, and then moving on, spirulina is also incredible for the immune system. So it's actually been shown to increase the production of antibodies and cytokines, allowing the body to better protect against invasive microbes and viruses. So yeah, you're gonna wanna be drinking this stuff or consuming it in one way or another uh, if you aren't already. Uh, it was also found that, and this is coming from the book, once again, Superfoods by David Wolf, uh, that a double-blind, peer-reviewed human study conducted in India and published in Nutrition and Cancer found that the consumption of one gram of spirulina daily for one year resulted in a 45% remission of oral precancerous lesions in tobacco chewers. Now, this is compared to a 7% response in the placebo group. That's insane. <laughs> that is such good numbers and outcomes. Now, granted, this is just one study, but this was a peer-reviewed, double-blind human study, okay? So this is like the real deal stuff here. Um, you know, really, when they say that, you know, food is medicine, it's, it's so true because you are what you eat and what you absorb. So you want to be putting in the best quality things, the most nutritious, power-packed items that you possibly can in your body to give it the best chance to fight off anything coming its way and to just live your best life. Okay, we're almost there. The last one. <laughs> 
spirulina is also high in a couple of specific items, such as gamma linoleic acid, which is an essential fatty acid, and is known to help with arthritis and allergies, right? Because uh, what's happening is it is kind of inhibiting the uh, histamine response, right? So very interesting and something to kind of play around with there. If you do have some allergies or arthritis, go ahead and try and uh, give the spirulina a try. See if it has any uh, benefits for you. Remember, you want to kind of experiment and see what things work with you because not everything works for everybody, but these are just kind of general guidelines, right? So also it has levels of uh, sulfur, which have been sulfur, sorry, which have been shown to improve the immune system, physical strength, flexibility, agility, complexion, speed of healing, <laughs> functionality of your liver and pancreas, and improve your health. Whew, my God, so much stuff to list off. No, this stuff is really great. Seriously, though, uh, it's, it's a lot for me to read here, but it is. It's truly just some incredible stuff here. So those are the other benefits aside from the high levels of protein of why you should be including spirulina or why I highly recommend or suggest that you should be including spirulina into your um, daily ritual, right? So maybe like five, six, seven times out of the week, right? or honestly, even just once out of the week. Anything is gonna be better than nothing. And remember to experiment, see how it feels with your body, see if it agrees with you, and go from there. So that is going to lead us to, how do you know if you are buying a good brand of spirulina? Well, let's just start out with obvious. So <laughs> obviously, if you are buying a organic, um, you know, organically labeled brand of spirulina, that is definitely a good sign because that just kind of holds the standards a little higher and makes sure that you're getting uh, less impurities into the mix. But on that note, it does not mean that all the organic brands are great and the non-organic ones are bad. That is not the case at all because there are actually some pretty solid non-organically labeled, labeled sorry, um, spirulina brands. For what reason, I don't really know, but, you know, definitely be the your own judge, but I would definitely recommend trying to go organic. Now, another really important thing you're going to want to do is you're going to want to check the spirulina and see what the smell is like. So as I mentioned earlier, obviously spirulina is an algae and you're going to have a fishy kind of uh, flavor, duh, right? But also, like I said, kind of a chlorophyll flavor as well, like I said. So think of a fishy and kind of earthy smell. Yeah, it's not really the most appealing up front, but on that note, it is very easily, easily covered up when you put it into a smoothie. Um, but yeah, so you want to definitely get that kind of scent, but you want to make sure that scent is not sour or rancid because if it is, that is not good. You definitely might've gotten a bad batch or that is just not a good brand and you do not want to purchase from them. And also you're going to want to look at the color of the spirulina. So I like to see a very, very dark green color with a bluish hue to it. Uh, the blue is very subtle. It doesn't always come out very strongly. Um, you really want to see that dark green though, because that's the high levels of chlorophyll. And then the phycocyanin will be the bluish hue, hue um, but it's not as prominent. Now, if you are seeing a very lightly colored, uh, green colored spirulina, that's probably meaning that it is a diluted product. Um, 
it's not always the case, might just be lower levels of chlorophyll, but still be wary of that. Now, with that said, there are a few different ways to um, purchase your spirulina. Um, the two different forms that you will mainly, or three different forms you'll mainly see it in, is you will see it powdered. So just a straight powder, you know, in a bag form that you would scoop out and put into your smoothie or water. And then you also have the tablet form, which it is basically when the spirulina is compressed into tablets or obviously in a capsule, like a pill, where they will just fill it up with uh, the spirulina. Now, if you do not care for the flavor and smell at all and it really bothers you, I would definitely recommend doing the capsule form or maybe even the tablet form and just, you know, knocking them back quickly in the morning and getting over, uh, over and done with and on with your day. However, if it does not bother you, go ahead and get the powder form and throw it into your smoothies or your water, whatever you prefer. And really, there's no wrong way to consume it just as long as you're consuming it. However, I do have a little secret insider for all of you Elemental Evan listeners, and that is that if you are making homemade guacamole, or even if you purchase guacamole from the store, you can throw, you know, a teaspoon, half teaspoon, or maybe a little more of the spirulina into your guacamole and mix it in there. So I know this sounds really weird, but actually the guacamole helps to really cover up the flavor. I mean, you really won't not even actually taste it, depending on how much obviously you put in there, you might want to put a couple tablespoons. Uh, but if you just put a little bit in there, you're going to now reap the benefits of the spirulina, along with your already delicious and healthy guac with all those beautiful, lovely fats in it. <laughs> and so now you just made a superfood guacamole. So don't say I never gave you anything, guys. <laughs> just lame. But really, it is a, it's a pretty awesome uh, little tip there. And feel free to give it a try if you buy the powdered form of the spirulina. And see what you guys think. And if you try it out, go ahead and shoot, uh, you know, tag me on your Instagram if you're going to post it or do anything like that. I'd love to see it, all right? And so this is actually going to kind of bring us to the end of our episode here. But before I leave you guys, I just wanted to also make a couple honorable mentions that definitely could have had a whole episode just for themselves, but they are very similar to spirulina. So I wanted to just save some time here and just shout them out real quick. So along with obviously the spirulina, I want to give a shout out to the AFA super green algae, the marine phytoplankton and chlorophyll. If you care to, you can go ahead and do a little more research and look them up when you are purchasing spirulina and just kind of read about them. They do a lot of similar things, but obviously are different and therefore deserve their own attention, but obviously not a full episode. And well, that is going to bring us to the end of the episode. So thank you all for tuning in once again to the Elemental Evan Show. Um, like I said, we're back on track here with our Superfood Masterclass. Uh, I will still be doing hopefully a couple more interviews and other episodes that I will throw in periodically in between the Superfood Masterclass episodes. But uh, yeah, just stay tuned. And uh, I've got some great people coming your way. Caleb Wood will definitely be making another couple appearances on the show. We have some really good stuff coming towards you. Um, possibly stuff on fasting, which is going to be really interesting. And yeah, so that's definitely what you got coming your way. And aside from that, if you haven't already subscribed on whatever platform you're listening on, 
please do so. It means so much to me as well. Um, if you are on like Apple Podcasts or anything like that, go ahead and leave me a five-star review and uh, comment as well. I truly do read all of them. Uh, you know, I check it all the time just to see if I have anyone else uh, leaving comments or, you know, maybe leaving any, um, you know, things they want to hear about or something of that of that nature. So, please do that. I love to hear it. If you want to connect with me uh, deeper or on a deeper level or anything like that, go ahead and follow me on Instagram. That is where I'm most active. Uh, That would be at Elemental Evan on Instagram. And yeah, engage with me on there. I'd love to talk with all of you. So uh, we can throw some ideas on there. And aside from that, I just hope you guys have a super good week. Uh, I will be definitely trying to take it easy after this week uh still doing a lot of moving but all good so i hope you guys have a really great week and just remember whatever you guys do please do it with good intentions and love and i am so grateful for all of you thank you peace this podcast is for educational purposes only It is not a substitute for professional care by a doctor or other qualified medical professional. Evan Roberts is not a medical professional, and this podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. Statements and views expressed on this show are not medical advice. This podcast, including Evan Roberts and any guests on the show, disclaims responsibility for any possible adverse effects from the use of information contained in this episode. If you think you have a medical problem, please consult a medical professional.